I mean, I feel like these stories need to be told and, you know, it's just having me sit down and get my, get my mind right. That's, that's, that's the big obstacle, but I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I hope, you know, to just keep creating as the years go on. I mean, I've been, been in this band thing, following bands really closely for probably about 25, 30 years. Welcome back to Run the Layers. I'm your host, Creative Bobby. And on this episode, I don't even know where to begin with this guest here. I mean, best-selling author, educator, uh, community builder, uh, career service professional, Christy Walker. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm so glad to be here. Well, you are, you've been on my list to have on like since I started the podcast and, you know, I wanted to get my feet wet, get, get stuff going. I was like, okay, I think I can, I think I can do this, this podcast thing consistently. And uh, you have been an inspiration for me. And, you know, of course, Aggie Pride all day, every day. Absolutely. So it's just great to have you on. And what we do here is talk about creativity. And the beautiful thing that I've been able to do here is kind of get people from different walks of life, from different career paths that all somehow utilize creativity. And so I wanted to start here with you. Like when you think creativity, uh, what comes to mind and how are you using creativity in your life? Wow. So that's that's a big question. So the first thing that comes to mind for me with creativity is freedom, just having the freedom to build something on your terms and just the ability to exercise your, I don't want to say creative because you asked me what creativity is, but I mean, just being able to use um, your ideas as an outlet, that that's how I think of creativity. And you said, what does creativity mean to me or? And how are you using it in your life? How am I using it? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> I, I like to think that I have a couple of creative outlets going on. I haven't, first of all, I haven't really played my instrument. Um, so as you know, I'm a musician and, and I haven't been able to really like play my instrument like I wanted to just because of different things going on in my life. But I mean, the, the big creative thing that I'm into now is that I have a podcast just like you, and I get to interview folks that marched in HBCU bands like, like we did. And I just, you know, I did need a creative outlet. You know, I had my website for 20 years, the fifth quarter, and, you know, that's how we met. And, mm -hmm. you know, after Mike Lee, my partner, and I decided to shut it down, I knew that I, I needed to have some kind of outlet to talk about HBCU bands. Um, and since I didn't have the website anymore, and since I kind of wanted to do things really on my terms and interview and talk to the kind of people that I wanted to talk to, I decided to do a podcast. And, um, you know, I've been really enjoying that now. We have like 25 episodes and we're in hiatus right now, but I definitely am ready to start season three well yeah season three <laughs> nice nice like the fifth quarter legendary website for hbcu bands like that was like i don't think i told you this before but like 
because I was on like in high school, I was on, you know, like Showtime, Mag, March, Sash Marching Central and all that. But yeah. it was like making an account on the fifth quarter. It was like, OK, am I ready for this? Because it was that was like the big leagues, you know, like that was like, <laughs> OK, this is college folks we're talking about here. Like I'm going going into a and and like just having that platform and then like seeing, you know, you know, drumline coming out where well, they got a contact you know, Christy and Mike from the fifth quarter, because that's that's where the people are. So it's like establishing that that media presence and establishing that community and that community built relationships that last to this very day, like people met on the fifth quarter. And, you know, we see people at band events and then like just in life, because that's the other thing with this with this podcast and just getting to talk to people that I know. It's like, you remember the people when you met them and you see them doing things like in their careers and stuff like that, but that bond doesn't go anywhere. So it's like having that network, you know, based on that love of band, but like that network is worldwide. Yeah. And I, I want to say that, you know, I've known you since you were in high school and I remember the first time that you and I actually met face to face was in the summer before you started at a and mm -hmm. and you know the fifth quarter we had a, a midnight cruise and we met earlier that day and I was like you know what I thought the first thing I was like wow like you had the foresight to even go travel up to a place where you probably didn't know a whole bunch of people right. except on a website and you did it like the summer before you even started college I never even would have attempted that until I was at least in college. So, <laughs> you know, I was like, man, you know, these, these folks, they're, they're hardcore. And so that's, that's the first thing um, that I think about when I met you. And then also, you know, we had the same major undergrad, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I was a Kimmy and you were a Kimmy and we both kind of switched careers. And mm -hmm. I just, I remember when you got your, current position now I re I kind of remember around that time and I was so excited for you because you know you're representing two national organizations I was like you know before the before the catchphrase Aggies do like you were you were doing it and it's, it's kind of like seeing a, a little brother grow up you know it's it's a, it's cool <laughs> it's quite the journey and it's cool like like you said, it's just cool to see that. It's cool to like see people like advance in their lives. And like, so I want to ask, so what's your favorite creation by you? And what's your favorite creation by someone else? Oh, wow. Okay. Th this is kind of hard. So I guess you could say my favorite creation would be the fifth quarter. I mean, you know, when, when Mike and I started that website, in really the planning stages where it was in 98. Um, I never would have thought that it would have taken me to where it has. And I never would have thought I would have had these kinds of friendships before. I mean, it also was a big influence in me changing my career period because, you know, I was working as a chemist and working as an engineer and I um, ended up getting laid off. And then a guy who was like a brother to me who would hang out at anti-games during the fifth quarter. He was a teacher at, at Norfolk State University. And he said, well, we're looking for instructors. 
And so long story short, I ended up switching into education because I started teaching at Norfolk State for a little bit. And I think the combination of uh, working at Norfolk State and then also interacting with college students via the fifth quarter, it really helped to confirm that I wanted to go the education route. So, I mean, I, long story short, I never would have thought that, you know, an idea that I had would take me to the places it's had. I mean, I, there's so many people that I wouldn't know without it. My favorite creation from somebody else, it's really hard to narrow that down. But I will tell you that nowadays I've been really into podcasts, listening to podcasts. I, I don't watch a lot of TV like sitcoms or dramas or whatever. Um, I watch Netflix or whatever, but streaming streaming services. But I'm not a huge like sit down in front of the TV person. But I've really been getting my feel from like audiobooks and podcasts, especially since the pandemic. And there's one podcast that is um, popping in my head. It is called, so just before I even go into it. So, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a music nerd and I really, really like learning about the origins of pop music, how songs became what they are, like uh, just learning about music history and those kinds of things. So there's a podcast called Hit, Hit Parade, and it is done by a guy named, I think his, his name is Chris Malamphy. Anyway, he's like this chart nerd, this billboard chart, pop music nerd, and that podcast, it just hits all of my music sweet spots. Like, it talks about, like, they'll choose, a, he'll choose an artist, or he'll choose an era, and he will walk you through like what was happening and you know just oh man I'm not doing a really good job describing it but I mean you've got to check it out it's called Hit Parade like they'll and especially there's an episode that he did on Stevie Wonder which I think is just mm. the best so like he he just goes through Stevie Wonder's musical journey and he talks about like the imperial phase which is a period of time when the um, when the artist is at their peak. Mm. So you think about in the 70s when Stevie Wonder had three back-to-back -back number one albums. And that was, and of course we know Stevie did music in the, in the 60s and in the 80s. Mm. But like that period in the 70s, he talks about like their imperial phase. I, I, don't, I don't know if I can even do it justice describing it, but I just listened to it and I kind of zone out and I learned things too. So there are lots of things that people create that I like, but that's just the first thing that comes to my mind because I've been on a podcast kick lately. Interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to check that out because that sounds fascinating because I've definitely been more so, definitely since the pandemic, been more so into audiobooks and more into podcasts. Like, like I wouldn't, before 2020, I wouldn't really consider myself like a reader like that. Like I would like I've read books periodically through life, but 2020 was the first time I oh I have like a now I have like a to be read list and I'm like mm -hmm. keeping track of all my stuff and like I've been reading a lot these past two years and that's and then even the things that I watch sometimes I like I like 
figuring out like or learning like how things came to be and especially like people like musicians like how they got to where they are um uh you it reminded me of this show on i think it's on netflix sound explode sound exploder Exploder. yeah it's a podcast that show came from a podcast i did not know that's another good one i would recommend that one and then there's one more called dissect and the person who does that is a man named cole kushner what he does is he takes and it's usually like hip-hop or r&b albums he'll take he'll go through the album and pick one song and he'll basically dissect it he'll talk about the music theory he'll talk about the backgrounds he'll talk about the samples like he did the series on the miseducation of lauren hill Mm. he's done one on um my beautiful dark twisted fantasy he's done one on channel orange um lemonade the lemonade one you you have to hear when when he did lemonade like i think he's like in five or six seasons it's it's amazing (laughs) it's amazing i think you really like that i like i'm i'm definitely gonna check i'm check that out because like I also like that now that we're moving into this area of po- era podcast where it's different formats are taking mm-hmm. flight. Like it's not like, well, it's a it's a podcast that it's a every podcast has to be a weekly podcast or stuff like that. Podcasts are having seasons. Podcasts are doing like deep dives on things. And the the big thing about like audiobooks and podcasts for me is like the accessibility, and I can do it from anywhere. Like I can take a walk put a podcast in, put an audio book in and I can go about my day. And like, I'm really, and also it kind of slows you down. And it's like, mm-hmm. you like, if you're, if you're listening to something where you're learning about something, it's like, it, you're being very intentional about using your time to learn. stuff. especially if it's like something you're interested in, like music is just, just music is just beautiful and it can take you to many different places. So it's very interesting to find out like how artists got there. Why did you make this song? What does this song mean and stuff like that? That's always been very interesting to me. Oh yeah. Well, I think you really get a lot out of those podcasts. Don't go down the rabbit hole like me because I'll mess around and listen to it a whole weekend and just, you know, (laughs) it'll be, it'll be Sunday evening. I'll be like, Oh, what have I done this weekend? Yeah. I've just listened to, um, to dissect do you know channel orange the whole way through you know so (laughs) (laughs) that's dope that's that's dope so the final two questions i have for you uh are what is something you've wanted to create but haven't yet and what is stopping you from doing it oh wow something that i want to want to create but have not done it yet you know what a book a, a book. I want to write a book on the fifth quarter and my adventures. Mm. I've, I've been trying to, th- you know, jot down some ideas. Part of me thinks I should just write like a firsthand account of what happened mm. because there are a lot of stories that people don't know. And then part of me is like, well, maybe I can make it like based on a fictional character and have some aspects of it be influenced by my time at the fifth quarter. Um, so I, I know I have another book or books in me. Mm-hmm. I just have to sit down and 
formulate my thoughts. I mean, I have, I haven't figured out whether I'm just gonna, you know, use like a dictation device and just talk, or if I'm gonna like actually put pen to paper. I I haven't figured that out, and um, it it seems a little overwhelming. I'm not gonna lie, but I know that I have lots of stories because, to me, what's important is is legacy, like leaving a legacy after mm-hmm. I'm gone. And that that's a big priority for me. That's kind of why I wanted to do this podcast, not for me, but um, for the people, for the people who marched in HBCU bands, for their stories so that those stories can be remembered. Like that's really important to me. So I would say a couple of books and then why haven't I done it yet? <laughs> it's overwhelming that that's why it's it's overwhelming I know it can be done and you know I, I wrote a dissertation I'm telling you I have PTSD from that <laughs> I'm not kidding <laughs> like I you know you tell me you, you're telling me about how you have a to-do list of books to read I honestly have not been able to I, and I love reading I, I loved reading until I went back to school and wrote a dissertation and ever since then, it, I've really been having a hard time trying to find books to read for leisure. I can't, I can't sit anymore and read books for leisure. And it's, it's really killing me. So I think it's just, it's just overwhelming. And to sit down and have to formulate my thoughts again, I need to get over the dissertation writing process. And I think mm-hmm. once I do that, I feel like things will pour out a little bit more, even though it's a different style right. of writing and you know, I have the freedom to create, but still, it's, it's just, it's traumatic. <laughs> like brings it back. You're like, ah, oh, this is a familiar position. I don't like this. Let me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Song. I need to create like new, new neural pathways to, to tell myself that writing, you know, this is for fun. I don't have to write another dissertation. I don't have to do any more research if I don't want to. Like I can just write for me. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I'm working on. I definitely feel like you have many books within you and <laughs> I will be purchasing all of those books once they come out of you because I would not need to read those stories. And yeah, it's like, I've had a couple of people like say they want to write a book and like it, there's things can be overwhelming. Like when you don't have like that tangible, like it's weird. Things will be overwhelming until you do them. But before you do them, it's like, especially writing a book, because like you want it to be good and you have like a certain image in your head of like what it's supposed to do and like what you want it to do. And I definitely like the legacy piece, like I definitely feel that because like what I want to like always encourage people to do is just like use their creativity to like deposit something into the world, you know, and then something that affects people because like we all have like something that is is worthy of attention and attention that you know breeds more breeds action so it's like you doing something is going to inspire somebody to do that thing that they want to do you know like see, seeing you do what you do is just such an inspiration and it's it's awesome to see and it's awesome to be a part of and awesome to know you so I know that you're capable of whatever you want to do. It's just, I definitely know the, the feeling of I have so many ideas. Okay, mm-hmm. where do I start? 
okay, when, when is the time going to be where I actually get to sit down and do the things? <laughs> because the way my mind works is, oh, I have an idea to do this and that'd be a cool idea, but I have this other idea. What if that idea don't really pop off like that? Or what if I can't do that thing the way I have it in my head? Right. I, you know, so, but yeah, I think, I think doing those books is a great idea. Yeah. And I know they'll probably be under some scrutiny, but that's okay. I mean, I feel like these stories need to be told and, you know, it's just having me sit down and get my get my mind right that's 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 the big obstacle but I mean I'm looking forward to it I hope you know to just keep creating as the years go on I mean I've been been in this band thing following bands really closely for probably about 25 30 years Mm -hmm. um and then with the fifth quarter you know it's let's see 21 years ago oh my gosh yeah there are people that have like March, they're marching now. They they weren't even born when I started my site. I'm having a hard time that even imagining so that. Weird to me the time <laughs> thing because in my mind, 2000 is still like okay. Mm-hmm. I came in 02, so it's like when somebody says like 98, like my mind is still like oh that wasn't that long ago. And then it's mm-hmm. like no, like people are in they were born in 2000. What do you mean born in 2000? Mm-hmm. Like that. My brain, like I think, I think my brain just has a hard time like conceptualizing time from anybody else's perspective. That's like younger than me. So it's like, to, like I remember vividly the band world and mm-hmm. being on forums and you know, 2000, 2002, you know what I'm saying? Like I remember yeah. watching the, uh, back when, also this is a side tangent, but I'm gonna go on it. People who now have the the HD uh, band tapes and all this, and Don't I'm you like, even. damn! <laughs> Back in the day, I remember messing with Real Player, and if I could I get a video say, up, we, we didn't have video; we had audio. And like, I remember going to games, having to get press passes, going to games. I had a camcorder. I would go to Circuit City, another defunct store, <laughs> to get my camcorder. I would record stuff come back home um I I didn't have wi-fi or high speed I didn't have high speed and so I remember having to go to a friend's house because he had high speed so that it wouldn't take eight hours to upload a three-minute audio clip (laughs) and I mean it wasn't really that long ago like you know but these the students that are in school now, like they have zero, zero concept of that. So that's why it's really important for me to, to, for them to, to know what generations past have done mm-hmm. so that they're not forgotten. Cause it's, it's easy. You know, the, a lot of these students now, they just think about, well, if it wasn't in my era and if it wasn't maybe like five years back, right? then it didn't happen. And, we all know that's not true so yeah that's 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 a good point like but yeah it wasn't always youtube like i remember before youtube i remember remember when getting a video clip of a band was like that was revolutionary like oh we got video now because i remember uh joseph yancey aka Capital dog with the high school battle of bands i remember listening to the audio clip of like tennessee state playing master blaster and i was like Mm -hmm. yo that is dope like man it's it's i definitely appreciate like 
being like young enough to be up on all this technology, but being old enough to remember before any of this was a thing. So I like, right. like I remember the, I st- it, to this day back home in Greensboro, I got like a shelf of just VHS tapes. <laughs> and I have some right back there. <laughs> I, have some in, I have some in the, I have some in my room, actually my, my office and I need to get them converted to digital and I just haven't done it, but you know, it's so fascinating to me. So fascinating. And we would have like band tape parties. Like there's no need to have band tape parties because you can just pull it up on your phone. And that communal experience of, you know, being on a road trip or, you know, going to an away game when you're marching in the band and on the charter bus, they have a VCR and they pop in a band tape, like, and you all watch it together as whatever bus, you know, that, that communal experience is gone now. It's it's kind of it's kind of sad. So, I just want people to to remember remember that or know that you know that it was a thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Christy, thank you for being on this podcast. Let the people know where they can find you, what projects you're working on. Yes. So the name of my podcast is the HBCU Band Experience with Christy Walker, and you can find it on wherever you get your podcast. So it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, any of those main outlets. And then we just also have a, a Facebook page, and that is um, HBCU Band Experience, and then also Instagram. So add us on Instagram, add us on Facebook. Season three shall be coming later this season. I, you know, I gotta, I gotta get myself together and and talk to some folks. But I'm looking forward to it. We have 25 episodes up now, and um, you'll get to hear lots of stories. The first, the very first episode is. I interview my mom and I get to talk with her about what it was like being in an HBCU band in the 1960s. And so, you know, we've got people from all eras, all instruments, different schools. So yeah, check it out. All right. That is great. And thank y'all for listening to the Run the Layers podcast. Make sure you share and get five-star review. And remember, as you go along in life, teach as you learn and inspire as you do. See y'all next time.